Amen. Thus we begin Corpus Christi. You may have seen in the bulletin I was touting the summer of the Sacred Heart. I know it's not summer yet, technically. That doesn't really begin until Tuesday the 21st. But frankly, that doesn't matter anymore because now I'm rechristening it the season of the Sacred Heart. And it providentially begins on this Sunday, which is Father's Day. We acknowledge God, our Father, so loved the world. He sent His only Son, that whoever believes in Him might not taste death, but have life eternal. And on Corpus Christi, the feast of the real presence of the Lord Jesus, because we know that this is eternal life, to know the one true God and Jesus Christ, whom He has sent. We make the act of faith in the real presence of blessed Jesus in the Eucharist, given by God the Father. We remind ourselves that in every Eucharistic miracle wherein the sacred host was transmitted, turned into flesh, every time that has happened in the world, when they have done a study of that flesh, again, when the sacred host became flesh, that flesh was always myocardial tissue or heart muscle, that the Eucharist is the sacred heart of Jesus. And so I will be taking sermons from this happy little book called Jesus, King of Love, which has impacted my life greatly. It's the work of a priest who really from the time of the 1920s until his death in the 1970s spread the apostle of the sacred heart throughout the world. One of the fundamental reasons why you can go to almost any church and find an altar or a window, a statue of the Sacred Heart, is because the author of this book. Consequently, no publisher publishes the book anymore. We just have the nice people in the cross reprinting it. I bought, I called them up and I said, I want as many copies of this book as you have. They said, wonderful, we'll send you all of the copies we have. 26 of them. Okay, so we're working on it. Providentially, there are the same number of chapters in this book as there are Sundays from now until Christmas. And you'll understand as time goes on why I want to focus on this heart of the life of faith. And indeed, the first chapter of the book is called The Life of Faith. I quote a brief passage to you now. He writes, If our sins, like the spear of the centurion, have pierced the adorable chest of our Lord. Isn't that beautiful, right? The wound in our Lord's sight of our sins pierced him, right? Let us now penetrate by faith into the depth of that wound and make reparation. Yes, we make the act of faith, we believe, and then by faith, by our constant study of scripture and tradition and the saints and prayer and acts of charity, so by faith, penetrate deep into that, get to the heart of our Lord. Then he speaks directly to us. Apostles of the King of Love, let us make the world great and happy. That's my favorite line. Great and happy by drawing to it, drawing it to his divine feet, conquered and converted. Indeed, to serve him is to reign, and I add, to reign happily. Right? To serve Jesus is to reign happily. He goes on. But before conquering the world... We must first conquer our master's heart. 
with all its treasures. And this we shall never do except insofar as we believe and live by faith. In proportion as we advance along that road, faith will go on transforming our lives. How different our sufferings and the ups and downs of our daily life become when we see them in the light of God. Then the troubling enigma of life vanishes. All things stand out clear, necessary, and divinely ordered. Despite the bitterness of exile, we enjoy an unalterable peace. By faith, we penetrate into the heart of our Lord. By growing in faith, we go deeper. And by living by faith, we can conquer the heart of the Master. That I believe in one God, the Father Almighty. That I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. That I believe in the Holy Spirit who speaks to all hearts. That I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. That I receive that bread. We see it in the Gospels. The Lord speaks to the apostles. Tell them this. Imagine yourself on that field. Jesus spoke beautiful words. He healed the people that fascinated. He healed the people he needed to. But you're there. Why didn't he heal my backache? Why did he want me to leave it like that? Why didn't he heal this pain in my hand? Why did he leave me with that? And then, my gosh, we're out here in no man's land. Where are we going to sleep? What are we going to eat? And then this strange person, not Jesus, comes, says, break into 50. I only know 10. Who are these people? Sit down. I don't want to sit down. I want to get out of here. Here, this little bit. Take as much as you need and share. What are you talking about? This is insanity. And not from Jesus, from his disciples. See, that faith in the life of the church that brings the word of the apostles, brings sustenance, the sacraments. So on this beautiful day, when we will make procession, and God has been very good, it's a gorgeous day. Not too hot, not too cold, not too windy, not too light. We you do that as an act first of faith, entering in to the side of our Lord, conquering the heart of Jesus, and knowing so we will have unalterable peace besides all of the ups and downs and the many sorrows of our exile in this world. But to serve him is to reign and to reign happily. And by that conquering first by faith, we can make the world a great and happy place. Most sacred heart of Jesus, have mercy on us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.